0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of my podcast, Voice for the Unborn. Before I get started tonight, I just want to say that my heart has been very heavy all week with the tragic event that happened in Texas, which involved the um, killing of 19 children, 19 innocent children. And my heart just goes out to those families. I've been praying for them every single night, and I just, I just lift them up in prayer because as of right now, moving forward, the only thing that's going to help them get through this tragic event is God. And while it's a very tragic event, I do want to also shed light that 19 children died on Tuesday and over 1 million children die in the U S due to abortions. I'm not trying to lighten the event from Tuesday with the tragic shooting. I am just simply bringing attention to the fact that there are so many abortions that are performed a year and the count just goes up. And the heartbreaking reality of it all is their own mothers are killing them. So abortions not to be taken lightly. If a womb or a stomach was see-through, maybe the world would have a little bit more Of an understanding of how alive the baby is inside. Because while America was mourning for these children on Tuesday, no one mourns for these children who are being massacred on a daily basis from their own parents, from their own mother. And it just, it's sickening. It's so sad. And I wish there was a way that they could see how alive their child is from 18 days, as early as 18 days, you can detect a heartbeat, you guys. So, You know, most people don't find out they're pregnant until five, six weeks after being conceived, after they've conceived. So therefore, they've already passed the 18 days. So that baby has a beating heart and it just, it just kills me. So, you know, again, my goal for this podcast is to bring attention and awareness to abortions and just how tragic they are and how there are other ways to help these children get carried out till full term and then get, you know, get adopted out. Or maybe the mother themselves can end up choosing life and just deciding, you know what, I am ready to be a mom. This is God's plan for me. And I, I'm ready to go ahead and roll with it. But so I just wanted to go ahead and bring that up tonight because nobody mourns these babies. And I don't mean nobody. You know, I know there's a lot of people that have the same stance as me where they do care for these children and they wish they could do something for these unborn children. But a lot of America is not mourning abortions like they are mourning the children that were killed on Tuesday. And when you put them in the same category, it's all children that are being murdered. It's all children. The abortions are children that are being taken away from this earth. They've never even had a chance to be put on this earth. It's just heartbreaking. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce you tonight to Brooklyn. But before I do, I want to go ahead and shed some light on why I chose the name Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So if you're following along in my podcast, the first episode basically broke down why I feel so strongly against abortion. You know, it was all about being raised up in the church by my grandma and just learning that abortion was a sin from day one. And just, I always had those godly values instilled in me through her. So that was my first podcast. The second podcast was actually about my book, Letters from Brooklyn, and it was about how the book came to life. So from all the visions that God gave me, to the finances, to the resources, everything that was created and made possible for the book was discussed in the second podcast. So I never discussed how the name Brooklyn came to life. So growing up, I, you know, I I was a little girl, I'd always play with Barbies or dolls or whatever. And I always liked the name Brooklyn, whether, you know, I was playing house and I had to be a little girl or whether I was Playing with a Barbie doll or something, I I always just chose the name Brooklyn. I just really like the name Brooklyn. So when I got pregnant, I really had it on my heart that my baby was going to be called Brooklyn because I already knew for sure, you know what, I'm gonna get a girl. I'm a girl, and I want to dress her up with ribbons and bows and lace and ruffles and dresses. And I just really had it on my heart that I was gonna have a girl. But God had other plans and he gave me an Isaiah. So I am so blessed to have Isaiah. I wouldn't change anything for the world and I love him to death, but I really did have the name Brooklyn picked out up until my fifth month, which is when I found out, okay, I'm having a boy. I can't name my boy Brooklyn. So next choice, Isaiah. We want a strong biblical name. So back to the reason why I chose Letters from Brooklyn. Since I could not have a girl, I decided, you know what, this story that I'm going to share with the world is going to be about a little girl that's unborn, and I'm going to go ahead and give her that name Brooklyn that I've always just loved. So I'm going to introduce you to Kylie George, who plays the voice of Brooklyn, and I just want you to imagine Brooklyn telling you her story from the moment of conception to the moment, whether the mother decides to choose life or to choose to have an abortion. So without further ado, I present to you, Miss Kylie George.
1: August 20th, 2018. Dear mom, my name is, well, actually, I don't have one yet. You see, no one knows about me, not yet anyway, not even you, but it's okay. I mean, I was just created. It's only been 12 days since I was conceived. At this stage, I'm called an embryo, but my journey really began before today. I can't really explain where I came from, but I can tell you that it was amazing. Just a few days ago, I was nothing but an unfertilized egg. A bunch of tiny little swimmers were chasing after me, and despite the odds, one of them actually caught me. I truly am a miracle. One of the little swimmers got trapped inside, and then that's where I came in. It was a really fun journey to get here. I felt like I was going through a long tunnel. It was kind of like going down a slide. It only took a couple of days for me to get to where I am now, inside your tummy. And I've been here ever since. It's really dark in here and I can't see anything, but don't worry, mommy, it's not scary at all. It's actually quite comfortable. It's really warm. I feel so safe and hope that I can stay in here for a very long time. I'm not sure why I'm here, but I do know that I have a purpose. God told me so. He chose me to be created. God also told me that he knew me before I was formed in your womb. Jeremiah 1, 5. I'm considered to be a miracle. And even though you can't see me, I am still here. I may be in microscopic, but don't worry. I'll grow into a full-sized baby by the end of this journey. The miraculous process has already begun. I can't wait to see what God has in store for me. I don't really know what to expect, but I bet it's going to be remarkable. Only God can see the future, but it's so fun to imagine all the wonderful things I'll experience while going through these changes. Not only will I be growing bigger, but I will become stronger as well. I'm so happy that I'll get to experience something new every few weeks. I hope you will be as excited as I am now, Mommy, but it will take another four weeks or so before you even know about me. But in time, you will. I'm sure of it. How could you not? I'm growing inside of you. You're creating a tiny little human. And I am a part of you, Mommy. We will be bonded forever. Oh, how excited I am to meet you, Mommy. We're going to be the best of friends. Love your little miracle.